listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Can I kick it to my tribe that flows in layers? Right now, Fife is the point sayer. At times, I'm the studio conveyor. Mr. Dinkins, could you please be my mayor? You'll be doing us a really big favor. Boy, this track really has a lot of flavor. When it comes to the rhythm's quest is your savior. Follow us for the funky behavior. Make a note of the rhythm we gave you. Feel free, drop your pants, jack your hair. Do you feel, do you like the garments that we wear? I instruct you to be the obeyer. A rhyme, rhythm recipe that your savior. Doesn't matter if you're minor or major. Yes, the tribe of the game with rhythm player as you inhale like a breath of fresh air hey welcome to the black out Tales podcast your host rod and karen we're live mm-hmm. on a tuesday yes, sir one more day to our game of thrones recap which everybody is hey, i'm excited probably looking forward to or if they're not looking forward to it they're probably hating on us and hating on the show and don't want to hear it which is uh fine too well yeah. don't worry about it it's the it's the second to last one yeah so it'll be over soon almost done uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black Outers, leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh let's get right into the podcast there's a lot of stuff that's happening in the news guys um empire and star which are both lee daniel shows mm-hmm. are being uh canceled by fox oh for real yeah so i guess uh after disney bottom they said that's enough of these nigger shows and uh <laughs> gonna get them right on off the air who so, was watching star i don't know but I, I didn't know until i saw a commercial for it uh this week actually that queen latifah's in it yeah mm-hmm. i didn't know she was like the, supposed to be the star of it or something or one of the stars of it or something yeah it just didn't look interesting that's why i never watched yeah yeah it's kind of interesting man because um you know it's people that don't like game of thrones that be watching these shows and come on i don't think i can trust y'all's opinions about plots and nuance and stuff but um the other part of it is um between this and our other news which was you know steve harvey's tv show got canceled Mm -hmm. and he was replaced uh as the host of nbc's little big shots oh that's his other show oh no they getting completely rid of him ain't they i guess so they replaced him with melissa mccarthy um so um, i know he looked up like wow wow mm-hmm. i mean what else can he say he didn't see this coming yeah um yeah uh apparently uh there are tensions between nbc universal and endeavors img original content oh which probably had nothing to do with him and they were just like "Mm -mm." over ownership stake in the show which ultimately sold the working relationship between harvey and nbc as he revealed during an interview in january i'm an honorable god i'm just an old school god i just thought that you're supposed to talk to people and go look you've been good business for us this is what we're thinking of doing are you okay with that no you don't just put something in paper and say i'm gonna make this move right here because it's crazy uh now as a result harvey's producers are looking to shop around a namesake talk show in an attempt to get it picked up by another network mm, which may happen and in the meantime his hosting gig on little big shots has been replaced by melissa mccarthy after three seasons on that show 
man you hate to see it yeah uh, he, the fan of feud is his thing though yeah um you hate to see it but you know who would like to see it who monique yeah, yeah. she uh lee daniels and and steve harvey i mean if oprah gets something canceled next then we know it's the curse of monique <laughs> she, she been out here on it like this is uh things are coming up roses for her she in that them childish gambino commercials and stuff i mean she doing her thing uh tiffany haddish to executive produce and host kids say the darndest things revival for abc um that seemed like a kind of thing that t harvey could do mm-hmm. you know like he seemed like he would be real good at making faces at them kids oh, saying the darndest things he'd be real good at that you know but uh yeah but tiffany haddish i think could do it too mm-hmm. <clears throat> um but good for her she's executive producing it so you know that's the come up like she making power moves come on um and i think she would be good with them kids saying crazy shit and then her acting all you know all goofy about them saying something crazy because that's the whole gig you know yes they say something crazy you walk away three feet put your hand on your head like oh this motherfucker is crazy you know um let's see what else happened um denver became the first uh to decriminalize psychedelic mushrooms first state i mean first u.s city so you can now do mushrooms and get high and no no uh repercussions unless no repercussions for white people yeah do black people do mushrooms though like this feels like something that i was actually surprised that this wasn't already legal because it's such a white drug i was like oh they that's you can't do that (laughs) you can't do that Mm-mm, yeah and it, the thing is like every other drug like marijuana they decriminalizing it but they still arrest us at a high rate so is it really free for you know come on now yeah I, I don't know about mushrooms though i just not that that you're wrong just i don't know if niggas is doing mushrooms like that That's, uh, like weed was one where it was going to be a disproportionate effect on our community because niggas smoke weed just like white people smoke weed I wonder if niggas do mushrooms like white people do mushrooms you know and that i don't know yeah and that's not no shade but some shit is cultural and yeah. maybe in denver it's different but you know i just never been around a nigga that's like yo i'm about to do some shrooms real quick Mm-mm. most niggas would be like look i do some weed but i'm not doing that shit to make a trip like maybe if it's like an edible brownie or something i've seen people kind of do that correct you know but you don't really i don't know just recreational it's like i'm look maybe i'm just not uh in that circle yeah, you know what i'm saying? saying people do yeah okay yeah all right well if y'all say they do man then they do i don't, I don't, know. I don't know what's the percentage of the population but yeah I, I don't know it's just you know niggas don't even rap about doing mushrooms like we rap about smoking weed a bunch of shit niggas do not even rap about that shit so it's just kind of weird uh and i'm not saying there's zero percent not right. all black people please don't be stupid right. about this shit i'm talking generally if i was a walking to a party and start asking for shrooms for uh, some black people i wonder if yeah. i could get some caps or if they would be mm-hmm. on some like nigga what why are you trying to do that white shit <laughs> come over here and smoke weed with us come on you know what i'm saying i just wonder because that's what when we're talking about criminalization right. of it we then we're talking about the idea that we do it at the same you know similar race to white people so therefore we would be disproportionately affected as they criminalize us um 
for some shit that white people are doing and being let go for so i'm not saying that that doesn't exist i'm asking the question is it is it truly that dangerous for us you know because i have no idea you know i hope niggas ain't in denver getting arrested for a handful of mushrooms right now and they letting chad go go home free come on you know so anyway uh they uh they are legalizing it oregon and california will have similar votes coming up in 2020 um which uh you know hey man something like this i that doesn't really seem to hurt anybody i I don't know why you know why that would have to stay illegal if weed can be legal if alcohol is legal which hurts way more people i don't know why i don't know why that couldn't be legal i mean i think there's gonna get a point where they're gonna have to say certain drugs are like too dangerous you know heroin uh oxycontin yeah, and shit yeah, like there's some drugs that they're gonna be like no and to an extent i understand all the drugs can't be off the list right. i know people don't want to hear that but all the drugs just cannot be I off the list and the thing is also and maybe it's just because of my naivety and squareness but i haven't heard of anybody like you know like getting addicted to mushrooms you know what i'm saying like i had to suck dick for mushrooms because i just couldn't get a job and shit like i haven't heard heard of that one yet you know mm-hmm. maybe it exists but i ain't heard of it um common the rapper reveals he was molested in his new book um and actress laura dern helped him remember mm. um shout out to uh dominic rivera he hates laura dern for some reason but <laughs> she out here she out here helping people um common is opening up for the first time about deeply painful experience one he's coming to still comes turns with and the grammy the grammy oscar winning rapper actor activist 47 has just released his new memoir let love have the last word in which he reflects on his personal journey with love and knowledge he gleaned from therapy in the book he shares that it wasn't until two years ago while workshopping a scene with his actress friend laura dern that a haunting memory of being molested as a kid suddenly came back to him the actor's were preparing for their roles in the tale one day while talking about the script with laura old memories surprisingly flashed in my mind i caught my breath and just kept looping the memories over and over like rewinding the old vhs tape and i said laura i think i was abused uh common goes on to share how he now recalls ha- uh happening to him when he was just nine or ten while growing up in chicago i was excited for a road trip i was about to take my family my mother my godmother barbara her son and her godbrother skeet and his relative who i'll call brandon it's crazy how even after all this time people have to respect that and it, like we give the abuser alleged abuser like the the, the anonymity yeah of the thing people it's it's backlash to it and some people go i want to tell my story but you're gonna deal with backlash regardless mm-hmm. you know and then the thing is a lot of times because the way society is set up people come out and you don't know how the person is going to respond they could say it wasn't me they could turn around and sue you you know like you don't never know what's going to happen right um arriving at his aunt's house in cleveland common says he and brandon were made to share a bed together one night for the trip at some point i felt brandon's hand on me he writes i pushed him away i don't remember saying a whole lot besides no 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 but common says his abuser would not stop he kept saying it's okay it's okay he pulled out my shorts and molested me after he stopped he asked me to perform it on him i kept repeating no and pushed him away the rapper felt i felt a deep and sudden shame for what had happened to cope the glory singer believes he buried the painful memories i just pushed the whole thing out of my head maybe it's a matter of survival even now two years after the flash resurgence of memories as i'm writing still work through all the stuff all this in, in myself and with my therapist 
the star says that he has never spoken about the one-time incident with the accused who he hasn't seen in over 25 years but he has forgiven him for his and other sake i want to be a person who helps break cycles of violence this is love in action i intend to practice it you know the thing i, I think about in a couple things here uh, one how often people assume folks haven't had experiences like this and you yourself don't know for sure like you could have one a breakthrough of some type you could have like people talk about this all the time suppressed memories it's not a um it's not just some like tv show bullshit like it really does happen to people where they're like oh fuck i remember this thing yeah and also as you get older and as you learn new words and things have definition you begin to get to the point where things that you thought were common as you get out in the world you'd be like something about that wasn't right and then you'd be like oh shit i was molested oh shit i was raped oh shit i was abused you know because people that are abused particularly children the abuse is normal to them so if something is normal to you you don't think or see anything wrong with well this wasn't normal it doesn't sound like this was normal to him it doesn't sound like he didn't think it was wrong in this particular case he literally repressed the memory so i'm just speaking to that specifically um when i'm making my the points i was about to make is because a lot of times we assume people don't know what they're talking about or people don't have any experience with something and a lot of times you know no pun intended but this shit has touched a lot of people because it has you know and so for us to be oh this person of privilege that has never had this thing you don't know that you literally don't know you know it's easy to just look at a panel of people or look at one person and be like that that person has never had you don't know none of us know and then when you attach the second thing the shame he immediately felt as a kid that you carry with you as a man because you think this makes you less of a man uh i don't want to be a victim all this type of shit so now you got this fight to not tell people even when you do know correct and about the oppressed uh piece about it uh yeah even people that because uh, he felt shame and things like that but there are people that that might not feel that and they could still oppress this stuff and it could come up years later repress uh, repress yeah. i'm sorry sorry repress and it could still come up years later yeah it's just like i said it's just interesting because you know you see this often with people saying well so like this you know this show this i don't like seeing sexual assault in a plot of a story i don't like this and it's very you know like high-minded like kind of you know it's kind of like the people that go like rape should be off limit as a topic uh racism should be off limit as a topic and it's like it depends on it depends on a lot of moving factors yeah and it's it's silly but a lot of people have this well nobody's been abused to you tell me that's not true that's right. not true right and you know it's, and and i'm i'm always happy that people like this find the courage to come out and say stuff you know men women uh anyone that's that you know like i'm always applauding people for that but at the same time it's sad that we live in a place where unless you like come out people don't even want you to like talk about these things they don't really want you to have an opinion you know on the shit they don't want you to be involved in you know what i'm saying like it's so weird the way we get down about this um and then the third thing i was thinking is uh i know his rap used to be like kind of homophobic when he first started and that makes me think about that shit too you know like that vitriol that he used to have say that shit with um even like well after he started to be conscious known as a conscious rapper and woke and shit he still had 
homophobic bars and shit and i know he doesn't anymore um i don't believe but it just makes you think like where does this kind of shit come from you know so anyway um let's see what else happened um well might as well keep it going there's a couple more stories of dealing with sexual assault and rape here uh the alabama bill that is uh you know trying to be an anti-abortion bill Mm -hmm. will also criminalize false rape accusations uh bill making it a crime to oh wait i'm sorry it's a different bill i'm sorry there's a different bill besides them trying to consider the house the heartbeat abortion bill they have another bill to criminalize false uh people who falsely accuse someone of a sexual crime um the bill introduced by representative dickie drake who's a republican of course would make falsely reporting a crime a class c felony punishable out about to 10 years in prison if the accused was proven innocent the accuser would be responsible for paying the accused person's legal fit expenses that's fucking ridiculous because people come out all the time and not all the time but people that are uh, people that have been abused that are brave enough to come out all the time 99.9 percent of the time something happened Mm-hmm. and it's hard to prove it and most of the time they know that those people end up losing most of the time so all you're telling people is you better not come out because we're going to publish some shame and punish you and throw your ass in jail that's that's the thing you want people to stop reporting rape yeah the thing right so there's already a law on the books against making a false police report in alabama correct so why would there need to be a specific anti-rape one this is the thing that happens when the pushback to things such as the me too movement and times up isn't one of you know idealistic but it's like we must protect men and men have already been protected by the law uh just the same way like anyone of privilege is normally protected by the law white people straight people stuff but it's this thing that happens right people start getting rights people start getting a voice people start having movements to say hey we've been pushed down we've been marginalized we've been abused now we want to speak up and we want more to be done about it and then people go it's equal and opposite sides so the so the equal and opposite pushback to me too is we need to criminalize any woman who falsely accuses somebody of rape now this already a crime (laughs) uh but let's throw something else out there that well two more things i would think of one this is going to make sure that if someone does falsely accuse someone they definitely ain't trying to admit that shit you know what i mean like before it was like you would still have people that would relent quote unquote afterwards and and then that's how you get people out of prison well if i know i gotta go to prison for 10 years and i did lie i'm sticking with that lie to my grave why would i ever go to prison for 10 years for this but then the second thing is um uh what you're trying to do is intimidate women from even accusing anyone even when they have enough evidence because most people who accuse someone of rape will not get justice and they won't not in a courtroom not in a police station nowhere most people who have been sexually assaulted will have a hard time proving they were that it was a non-consensual sexual assault that occurred and that this person did it most of the time it's from someone you know so you have men who will go or people who will go but mostly men will say stuff like you know it was consensual 
yeah we it's not right it was consensual me me and this person know each other you know this is i and, and why'd you go to this house how many times have we heard that why were you wearing that why'd you why'd you go alone to be with this man you must have harvey weinstein's hotel room you must have thought it was going you know like there's just no consideration to the to the facts of the matter what the victim is saying what the survivor is saying any of that shit so i think it's kind of um damning that they're basically trying to say uh don't accuse anybody unless they basically jump out of the bushes and assault you in a park or something and still don't come forth because we don't even really care about that uh well well i just want to i would like to clarify i think it it matters because that's the one type of sexual assault that most people will honor which is a stranger did something to a person that they don't even know you like like okay dna tied this person to a crime in the park they won't go oh well that was consensual don't come forward that sexual assault that's the one time people go we gotta get these rapists off the streets but if you were to say my cousin did that to me then it's you're breaking up the family uh you're being divisive are you sure you didn't want that you know oh this guy you were dating did it someone someone at a bar you see what i'm saying like i I just want to make sure that there's a difference that i'm distinguishing here because one of these even republicans would be like okay yeah that that's terrible but if you like get drunk at a party then they don't care it's a stranger you see what i'm saying go ahead go ahead no i'm listening but i just it it sounded like i just wanted to clarify one of these does matter to one of those it's not it's not any better but you can get a consensus on yeah for yeah for the most part uh but the the thing is um it's all around just fucked up like Mm -hmm. and let's say you get a conviction uh old boy raped the girl was caught raping her he got a slap on the wrist what the fuck is that that's not justice what happens when you lose a case right according to what you said they're gonna you're gonna have to pay for your for your shit and they shit too and possibly go to jail what happens if you just lose the case though like they did it there's just court of law requires a stringent amount of they require normally a stringent amount of evidence to convict someone and they know this right so like there's very few people who are sitting in prison on a false rape accusation and just you know what i'm saying with an open and shut case it's normally some like you know something like racial factor involved or something like that um but let's just say that you lose the case you you accuse this guy you accuse um the the guy and 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 the the jury just doesn't find in your favor you know they go oh, you could have been consensual we don't we'll never know can that guy turn around and say i was found not guilty um i want to sue this person and i want them to go to jail because now you just allow a rapist to re-victimize their their survivor twice you know what i'm saying like to to come back at them so it's it's almost like why go to trial like you're scaring me out of going to to even go to trial to even testify it's already hard to get people to testify in court about these things um considering sometimes you have to go multiple times i mean look at the case with uh nate parker where the woman had to go to trial so many times she didn't come the last time and that's how he got quote unquote acquitted you know right who wants to fucking go through that for five six times come right on. and people walk and if you look, look how people talk about him they walk around like innocent he didn't do anything wrong like i don't know why you know fuck these transcripts fuck everything he said fuck the trial fuck the first time he an innocent person and because i want him to be innocent that's the end of the discussion 
and imagine a world where then a person that is found quote unquote innocent after all that could be able to say uh yeah i'm suing you and also i want you to go to prison you know it just seems like uh the same type of uh shit as the uh abortion the uh the heartbeat law yeah because how dare you demand rights over your body because that's what it is it's women saying hey don't touch me unwanted and you know to them women are property and men and women men and women right just anybody yeah because 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 i mean men are even less likely to report it three out of four Mm -hmm. already don't get reported three out of four now just before you start factoring in the, the new this new law if it passes like so all you're gonna do all you telling is rapists it's okay to rape that's literally all you're telling rapists is that it's okay to just go out here and just fuck shit and up and keep in mind if this is this the only time republicans won't keep anybody out of jail right the only time they won't keep anyone out of jail because they're really just worried about their sons and shit going off to these colleges and coming back with some type of like sexual assault accusations you know and they just try to scare these women into like hey close your legs and stay away from all men and only get only have sex to procreate and get married and that's it because we must control your body um all right last story along this vein um a british man has been convicted of rape after removing a condom during sex yes that is right yep uh tuesday lee hogman a 35 year old man from bournemouth was sentenced to 12 years in prison after raping a woman in a hotel when he chose to remove the condom before i'm um, being used during sex this comes months after a landmark case in germany found a police officer guilty of sexual assault for the same crime now popular known popularly as stealthing yeah it should be a crime it should be considered sexual assault and you should go to prison for it right i'm like you are literally playing with people's lives you're already having sex so what the fuck like if you can't come to like if you can't say we're not talking about people like condoms breaking and shit Mm -mm. willfully removing a condom to like it's crazy um she don't uh, particularly straight whoever they don't know where your dick being dog don't know where your dick being right like and then also like the other part of it that's wild to me is that there's people that feel like there's another side to this what other side is it there are people that are that feel like stealthing is not like it's not wrong like well i did get consent to have sex with you yes with the condom right and and they'll also be like um it's my it's our right as men like we like we had a right to the to to have intercourse in the way it was intended and shit like that i kid you not they really will fucking say that shit um which is scary as fuck if you're a woman out here because it's not like they're saying that to the woman because if you say let me tell you something if you said that to her on a date guess what you're not gonna get to do you know what I mean? like you're not you, gonna get the fucker if like if you pulled out the condom and then she was if she if she was like uh yeah so make sure you put this on and you said well i think i have a right to your body and this is the natural way to procreate yeah she would be like well then get out you know it's crazy um and sex is like such a i know the new wave and maybe you know whatever however people feel is how they feel i don't share the feelings to be honest is that sex is just is like really throwaway thing you know what i mean like it's not really that intimate of an act and that it's not that important and if you don't feel that way it doesn't have to be but i would like to add it's so fucking dangerous to me and it's so fucking intimate to me 
because of what's being involved like your body is being involved in this thing right so for someone to violate that should require a heavy penalty because it's not casual to me to do this to someone whether it be a casual hookup or not it becomes unfucking casual with the second you know what i'm saying it's like the if I, you cross those lines yeah it's like if uh it's like we casually go out to eat every day right we go out to you casually hey we have a casual dinner between friends it doesn't have to be important just some friends go out to eat but if every once in a while at the dinner you could hop across the table and stab me with a steak knife um i would start i would be a little less inclined to treat that casually that's a pretty big faux pas if you know what i mean and so i think people have tried to like uh people are trying to act like well because sex is treated more casually then or not people the men who are into this shit because sex is treated more casually this should be no big deal it's the biggest fucking deal the the fuck because yeah, the thing is all jokes aside everybody ain't clean everybody don't take care of their bodies it's all types of motherfucking stds out there people ain't getting vaccinated shit mutates next thing you know you you you're gonna you're gonna have an x gene of gonorrhea some shit wiping folks out no i don't want what you got and sex sexual assault is not about it like this is the most biggest proof it's not about sex right because you see this all the time men warning women about looking too good oh if you wear these kind of clothes if you go to these kind of places you're gonna get sexually assaulted and then you look in the paper every day and you see a 89 year old woman was sexually assaulted yeah i guarantee it wasn't what she had on yep you know but this is how a lot of men who are raised by rape culture think right like they don't think uh they because they're not hopefully not sexual assaulters because they're not rapists they're they're not connecting with the data and the research and the fucking accounts and the words from actual rapists who tell them and eh, no, it's not about a woman looking a certain way or Mm-mm. doing some certain activity literally it is just i want to have power and there's nothing more in my opinion this right here is the most like nakedly no pun intended uh um transparent that you can have the motivations because you are having con- you are having consensual sex with a person when you have on the condom so then the act of taking it off is about having the power to take away their choice from them so that now they no longer are in control of their body and what is happening to them even on a sneaky level right so so your whole thing was i'm turned on by the fact that you no longer have i i am making a power move over you and that's what sexual assault is about and that's why i would consider this rape agree all types of shit pregnancy stds all types of shit you stripping her of that choice right just the fact she don't want to do it should be enough like correct that's not how i would like to have sex you know what i mean that that should be enough but um yeah i'm glad the police are taking it serious now this isn't the u.s i don't know if we even have laws on the books against this um but clearly we should you know what i mean like right men ain't shit because this the group you're talking about is a bunch of fucking men right um so yeah and i can't even imagine if you're like a sex worker and you have and this happens what do you do come on go to that's crazy um maryland lawmakers aim to make it easier for uh prosecutors to overturn wrongful convictions 
Mm. Um, so that's good. I guess that is. You know, I mean, why would we want it to be hard for you to overturn a wrongful conviction? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are wrongfully convicted, and sometimes they say, fuck it. And them people still stay in jail. Maryland lawmakers passed a bill this week to allow prosecutors to overturn tainted or unjust convictions. Uh, Baltimore State's Attorney Office uh, pushed for the measures that were sponsored by former state and federal prosecutor Dale Eric Barron. Uh, Dale? Delegate Eric. Okay, Delegate Eric Barron. Uh, the effort came after prosecutors hit roadblocks while trying to overthrow convictions connected to with a scandal tied to the gun task force gun trace task force where officers were found to be abusive and corrupt in an investigation conducted by the department of justice in 2016 prosecutors also dealt with similar issues while trying to overturn marijuana possession um uh convictions after a policy uh, Baltimore State's attorney, Marilyn Mosby, said Wednesday that prosecutors across the state will soon have the procedural right to revisit convictions for those that were unfairly or wrongly convicted. Uh, shout out to Marilyn Mosby. I remember during Freddie Gray, you know, uh, she was trying, she tried her best to like find something on those cops to like, you know, get the community some justice for Freddie Gray. And I know she caught hell from it. You know, I saw people kind of writing head pieces on her and stuff. I still don't really understand why folks felt she needed to be taken down. I mean, I read the pieces and I still don't get it, to be honest. But I'm glad that she's committed to that work long after. And this is kind of that point where I'll, you know, not to make it about Kamala, but I'm about to make it about her. But we do need these kind of people as prosecutors. We need people like this at every step of the process. Yes, there are people that know that need to go to jail you know people do certain shit and it's just shit that you're like that person need to be off the streets you know um and uh i know there's people that are like you know prison abolitionists blah 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 i don't have all the answers i just know that if it's a motherfucker out here like raping kids and shit i don't want to hear some uh well you know we gotta have a we'll have a stern talking to with them like it has to be an alternative to this shit so i get why you need a prosecutor that might be forceful and strong on certain type of convictions but you also need a prosecutor who's willing to use their um what do you call it their uh their judgment let's just say their judgment who's willing to use their judgment to be like but these cases aren't that serious and we should not be convicting people for marijuana possession because they have that power too hey we need to drop this jesse smollett thing it's ridiculous police can be mad police union can be mad the mayor can be mad fuck them it's a waste of our resources i'm not right. doing it raise the taxpayers money you know so i don't really believe or really co-sign the whole like a prosecutor could never be uh president a whole office Nah, i disagree because i because because something you do need a prosecutor uh prosecutorial oversight and sometimes you do need a prosecutor that will throw the book at a person like some motherfuckers need to book thrown at them um and in this case with i mean she lost it but if she would have took down the cops that killed freddie gray i wouldn't have been sitting around like well that was too harsh i would have been like good she got him you know so some motherfuckers gotta go to jail um but shout out to marilyn mosby um and also that says a lot about the system that you like you said karen we can be like this person's not guilty this is a a, um they're innocent and then there's still hurdles to get them out of jail right which makes no fucking sense like they'll still be like because the thing is 
the bodies are the commodity the body is what makes you money so keeping them in jail is what makes you motherfucking money that's what makes you money so why would you release somebody if them being in jail is a profit to you right and these uh the gun trace task force was convicted of federal racketeering charges the rico officers were convicted for robbing conducting illegal searches justifying arrest by lying on court documents and more so you got thousands of convictions related to these officers yeah they got there's a like there's a lot more work than than i'm sure it would have been easier for marilyn mosley to be and and uh and um and baron uh to be like you know what dog uh, that wasn't on my watch uh I, good luck innocent black people in prison good luck it would be a lot they made more work for themselves by being like the, the right thing to do is to look into these cases and overturn these motherfuckers right because y'all have shown that most of these people mm, don't need to be in jail right but like this and even if they do y'all fucked it up so right. we got to let them go even if they deserve to be in jail yep um let's see what else we got here um oh man all these all these stories are downers here's uh here's one um a man was killed after shots were fired at nba young boy in uh, miami rapper nba young boy has reportedly been shot at in a shooting near trump international beach resort in miami Authorities said two people were injured in the Sunday afternoon shooting at the Alamo Rent-A-Car along Collins Avenue, which is across the street from the Trump Resort. Uh, one of the injured included a 19-year-old woman who was rushed to the, the hospital. Her condition was not disclosed. A third victim was shot dead. The man was pronounced dead at the scene. The identities have not been released. Photos of the scene show first responders putting a victim in the back of an ambulance. Another photo shows a man lying on the ground with hands in the air as police surround him. Some witnesses have claimed the shooting was a result of a road rage incident, while others have said three suspects just opened fire on the victims during the drive-by. Sunny Isles Beach Police said the suspects were armed with AK-47 and several handguns. Two suspects have reportedly been arrested. Authorities said the Trump International Beach Resort has been locked down. Guests have been told to stay in their rooms until the scene is clear. The shooting comes just a day after it was reported that young boy was feuding with rapper Takashi 6 ix baby mama, Sarah Molina, and hip-hop podcaster Adam22. Yo, man, after, um text on i don't know why anybody fucking with these hip-hop podcasters dog like mm-hmm. niggas is out here taking this shit super serious oh, for real it's real in the streets yeah like hi i love podcasting but i ain't never killing a nigga over this shit a nigga no if that's if that's the case i'm on sesame street and just don't like me Mm-mm, i'm okay with you not liking me we, like, that's fine you got podcast beef with me then that's just between you and the lord because i'm staying out of it staying out of it i will ride up to you at the motherfucking gas station and, and hey how you doing and keep it moving and keep it going dog it is not that motherfucking important to me killing people dog Mm-mm. shooting at people and shit Mm-mm. wow podcasting ain't that real to me right i am not trying to represent my set that bad niggas banging over webby awards come on like come on now <laughs> come on banging over studio time i don't think so niggas gonna take their life take a life to get on a buzzfeed list Mm-mm. melina Nigga, i put you i tell them to take my name off the goddamn list it ain't that important to me 
melina appeared on adam 22's podcast last week and claimed young boy sent her a video and cursed her out after she gave an opinion on his music because someone asked me in my live like what do you think of young boy's music i think i think he's disrespectful so i said i think he's an angry little boy then he hit me up stop talking about me bitch i mean way to prove her right earlier this year young boy was arrested at hyatt house in atlanta on disorderly conduct charges alongside star thigpen atlanta police department said at the time the housekeeping staff entered the room which they thought was unoccupied and young boy instructed thigpen to get the staff out the room police said thigpen stuck struck the housekeeper in the face and the fight continued in the hallway Shit. the two also charged with marijuana possession involving less than an ounce so it sounds like he just is about that motherfucking life mm, i'm not about that life i'll be the first nigga to tell you i'm not about that life at all man people out here trying to kill folks man like offset got shot at this shit it ain't that important to me y'all like i don't know who's gonna lose their life over this shit but it seems like we i mean at the nipsey still people just just out here living living dangerously man uh let's see what else is happening um uh how marriage became a status symbol for millennials fewer millennials are getting married than in previous generations but those who are trying to not share one important trait money not even four out of ten millennials were married in 2016 compared with almost six out of ten young adults in the late 1980s representing a generational shift away from the altar a recent paper for the federal reserve bank of st louis notes millennials are far more likely to be living with a partner or to be single than their parents at their age in other words and their generation shift away from marriage may be a less a matter of choice and more the result of economic factors that have made the institution less approachable young adults born between 81 and 1996 uh have remarkable have remarkably similar taste as previous generations they have they're just much poorer the data shows and that's putting marriage out of reach for all except the wealthiest of their generation yeah yeah when you got thousands in a house and a car uh student loan debt Mm -hmm. you know when you got credit card debt you know when your job is barely paying enough to pay these student loans back you know people got degrees and doctorates and shit and they want you to motherfucking work minimum wage how the fuck you gonna pay that loan back you know shit like that matters yeah and um i think that's also why you see people getting married later in life and having children later in life too because you can't afford it right. you know us having this generation that is saddled with debt who are going to earn less than their parents did who's um you know and not to mention that just fucking completely negative environment about millennials right every newspaper article they're too lazy they're too broke we don't go we saddled you with debt generationally and so now you can't do things that we took for granted like get out of college take a job that doesn't make that much money Mm -hmm. and live on your own now you basically you can get out of college and get that job and you still need to stay home if you want to break even at some point uh you know sooner rather than later right because you never gonna pay back student loans while paying rent Mm -mm right so and i and you know money is the number one cause of uh divorce and yeah that strain on a relationship you're not even gonna be able to build a a marriage let alone sustain one with all that money that debt on your ass right like things like that matter and i don't know why people act like that shit don't matter because like you said 
the millennials are not the problem most millennials all jokes aside they work harder than the generations before them a lot of them literally work two and three jobs <laughs> a lot of them got a, a part-time job another job a side hustle a hustle for the hustle and then a hustle for the hustle like they're a hard working generation and sometimes they don't get the credit just due because people just judge them well the other thing too and this is just something that i think is going to be a trend that will continue as long as uh women have had more choices they're going to get married less like marriage to a man is not the proposition that people think it is Mm-mm. it's only been the great proposition because society held, held women back in a way that access to a man allowed them access to some of their male privilege and therefore it was a smart business venture to connect to a man right i can't leave the house because my whole life i'm connected to a man my father and then until and then passed on literally someone pays a dowry Mm -hmm. and then i'm passed on as a business proposition to another man which will allow me things like hopefully home ownership having children um maybe even the ability to work and earn an income if not that ability to work and earn an income i will use my skills around the house that is labor and he'll earn the bread and come home well motherfuckers don't earn bread enough to be fucking taking care of no woman and no children anymore that's the thing of the past come on um and then the other part of it is um women make enough money now where if you're uh if you're gonna be in debt anyway i can do bad by myself i come on women are going to college longer being higher educated earning more money than they used to and they're still this is still at that 77 cent on the dollar whatever it is and it's still better because once you strap yourself to a man you strap yourself to more work at home yes you do you, you might strap yourself to more work uh because of child care more debt more debt like you, you you know even a wedding is a debt is a debt now yes it is so the proposition for the for women women are kind of and this is not to 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 saying one is good or bad but women are kind of becoming the men you know and i don't mean mm-hmm. the men as in like mm-hmm. they lead the household but the men as in men had options all this time like we always go oh this guy's a confirmed bachelor or this guy's never gonna get married or whoa this guy waited till he's 40 to get married and we go why did that happen because the proposition for having a woman to a for a man was not always the same financial proposition Mm-mm. it was you know what i'm saying it was always for it was the argument was always pitched as you to you as some like this is the mature thing to do this is the um uh this look at the labor that'll happen in your house for you without you even want like trying like now someone will cook and clean for you you know that kind of shit but 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 men have always been like i like the access to different women and doing whatever i want to do more than i like the access to one woman and having to build a life around that right and women now get to have that feeling right they they get to have the choice of a i don't want to settle down yes i want to have multiple partners if i choose to no i don't want to have one man you know i want to sleep around that's my right that's my choice and even if they don't want to sleep with anybody right they're still coming out ahead yes the average uh, you know the average um sexual intercourse with a man anyway with in cis heterosexual sexual tangle entanglements most women are not going to be sexually satisfied in that type of way anyway correct so what would be the fucking point of you know what i'm saying like it's not even necessarily the 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 proposition that you can have with men which is that well a man will almost certainly always be sexually satisfied and assist now obviously this whole conversation is cis heteronormative but correct 
uh a man will almost always be sexually satisfied in that type of way so so it's not even the same argument you can make for women which is just like well i just like having different dicks or whatever like literally men are just a bad proposition they're a bad investment yeah and women have the right to say no and that's the thing that that all these fucked up laws we've been talking about before right that's what they're trying to strip the True. right for you not to have choice mm-hmm. the right for you to tie yourself back to men again right. the right to decrease your income so you have to depend on men the right for to take away birth control and abortions so that if if, if you have an unwanted pregnancy now you have to keep it we're stripping away all your choices so you know now you know you can't wait till you're 40 you know so it's basically don't fuck as a woman don't fuck at all because if you sit around and fucking get pregnant that that's literally the end for you and you know and like you say it's one of those things where uh most women are forced to be not all but most are forced to be uh fiscally responsible a lot of men aren't even forced to be fiscally responsible a lot of times and so then you have me if i'm somebody's fiscally responsible and i take care of my shit and i get with the man uh that's not physically responsible i don't want to tie my debt up with his and he's not physically responsible i have a choice to be like no nigga get your shit straight yo you made a really great point um yeah all these laws are about taking away women's ability to say no even that sexual assault law is really about you should not even charge somebody or attempt to get justice for being sexually violated because we're gonna if you don't get them and you probably won't in a court of law we are going to make it so that you're now the one on trial mm-hmm. yeah that that's that that's really astute observation that you made karen mm-hmm. um and then greg says lately most guys look to marry a housekeeper not a friend uh that has always been true like literally it's just at least in america i mean probably everywhere but at least in america it has always been pitched to men that uh you marry a woman for what she does in the house cleaning cooking raising your kids and then you go earn money and that's the deal that we've made right it's it's only recently that that changed right that's that you know the the deal is that my paycheck should be my paycheck and my dick should be efficient enough woman and you know a lot of women are literally fighting back against that and that's why you have a lot of men that get highly upset because for the first time ever women are able to voice their opinion see men is like i say women are a marginalized group so you have this marginalized group because of social media and all these aspects having having a place where they can actually talk about shit that generations of women have fucking had problems with but never could voice it or never felt like they could voice it you have a generation of women now that are being raised to be like no you know he can't touch you and no he can't do this to you and you got rights and you got choices you want to get educated go get educated go get your degree you don't have to get married now you cannot you can wait um and men don't like that because all of a sudden but men, you're fucking up their pool of choices because, you know, just like when it comes to rich and poor, a lot of times people like to keep poor people dumb, you know, because if you keep poor people dumb, they don't know no better. They won't make better choices. They won't make better decisions because they're not the lack of education. And so women got education and that was quote unquote, some of the worst things for, for men was for women to get educated because once they get educated, I realize I have choices. Once I have choices and rights, that means I'll start thinking and thinking critically and challenging you and looking at shit and going well why does it have to be this way and why does it have to be that way and all of a sudden 
men lose control over the situation because a lot of this shit is about control you lose control over the situation because now all of a sudden you have a wife that won't write you got a wife all of a sudden that wants to work you got a wife that wants to be educated and a lot of a lot of these laws too they stem from men's fragile egos you know their egos can't take a woman being highly educated their egos a lot of times can't take a woman making more money than they do not all men quote unquote but for a lot of men this shit matters you hear men all the time i got to get my money right got to get my money right got to get my money right because as far as they're concerned they got to have more money than a woman you know than a woman that they're with because if she makes money all of a sudden she can make the decisions that a man can make all of a sudden she can leave me lonely and by myself and broke and busted and all that other shit that men do to women you know men and no men are terrible but you know and they never want to be on the other side of that so that's why they have a lot of these hang-ups about shit because you know i feel like if i make money we make money you make money we make money but i realize a lot of households don't aren't don't function like that a lot of households are constantly a battle of the sexes like the fucking internet you like y'all if this is supposed to be your loved one why are y'all fussing and fighting and you bringing all this this uh battle of the sexes in the household is supposed to be one it's dumb yeah it's just crazy man um thinking about how how often um like marriage now is gonna be uh a mark of we have some money it's just like it's not gonna be a mark i mean maybe it's always been that way but i guess now less people can afford the money to be in the marriage camp correct and then you know marriage uh changes people's taxes and you know the trajectory of relationships and financial stability and stuff so it's just crazy that uh, basically a whole generation of of people is being robbed of what really was not as big a deal you know back in the day that now it's a huge deal to get married right because years ago people not people didn't always have the money but people go fuck it get married anyway and now people are like Mm-mm, you might not want to make that that choice and you know also a lot of people still buy into the tradition of dowries you know and paying and all that stuff because i remember when we got married my mom was like well i don't have uh the money you know to pay for you know a wedding and things like that and i was like uh you're not getting married i am yeah i'm, I'm very non-traditional like that i was like i don't want a wedding like right. you know i'm good like nope don't don't scrape your coins don't do none of that I, I i'm opting to opt past that because it's debt and it's money that i don't have and we got married really young so i'm like well bitch bills don't stop just because you got married Every you still owe shit so and i know everybody functions differently but that but that's how my mind my mind function i was like that is an unnecessary bill that i didn't want in my life um are you often angry or irritable you may be depressed agreed registered nurse ebony monroe of houston recently went through a period of being quick to anger about every little thing she didn't realize that then what it might mean for her health if you had told me in the beginning that my irritability was related to depression i would have been i would probably be livid i did not think irritability aligned with depression she says with a laugh she's not alone many people including physicians associate depression with feelings of hopelessness sadness and lack of motivation or concentration but not anger some researchers say that's a problem given that there appears to be a strong link between irritability and depression if you pick up what is often called the bible of psychiatry the diagnostic statistical manual of mental disorders you'll find that the list of core symptoms for major depression doesn't include anger 
is not included in all of the adult classification of of depression said dr maurizio fava a psychiatrist at at a massachusetts general hospital and a professor at harvard medical school but he points out that irritability a reduced control over one's temper that results in angry outbursts is listed as a core symptom of depression for children and adolescents it has never made sense to him that it's not included for adults why would someone who happens to be irritable and angry when depressed as an adolescent suddenly stop being angry at age of 18 he says correct and it's one of those things where being angry all the time can literally make you depressed like a lot of people fail to realize that like like just being constantly angry will affect you it Mm -hmm. will well they're saying it's a symptom of the depression not the other way around like it's not the anger is causing the depression it's the depression is causing the irritability and leading to the anger ah okay yes 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 okay yes i okay because there are angry people that aren't clinically depressed but they do have anger issues that are you know i mean you you know we've all seen it (laughs) you know where it's just like oh that nigga is fucked up somehow but i don't know that they depressed but they are angry but they're saying like you know something that often isn't associated with depression i think uh anger is not one of those things right sadness i said in my bed i cried all day i did this but no one talks about like the fact that so many people are just looking for things to be mad at mm-hmm. raging all the time right upset all the time complaining about every fucking thing yeah and, and you look at them and you know and and i think maybe it's a distraction maybe whatever but part of me has always felt like oh there's something like sad mm-hmm. about the fact that you know you're always angry because there's something inside that's sad it's not not something inside that's just angry but i feel like if you cut down the layers of the cake you'll get to the ang- to a sad center for a lot of these angry people correct correct it's like i i, I have this emotion and what do i do with it and a lot of times everybody doesn't cry some people are like i'm gonna take this depression and i'm just gonna be mad at the world right um so anger is an emotional and physical feeling that makes people want to warn intimidate or attack a person who is perceived as threatening father says a depressed adult with lots of anger is often assumed to have bipolar disorder or personality disorder we see it in clinics patients who are labeled as having other diagnoses uh because people think well you shouldn't be so angry if you're depressed says father the diagnosis matters because it affects the kind of treatment people get back when he was trained decades ago father said he was taught that in depression anger is projected inward that depressed people will be angry at themselves but not at others that didn't match what he was seeing in a lot of his patients with depression i would say one in three patients would report to me that they would lose their temper they would get angry they would throw things or yell or scream or slam the door uh says father afterward these people would be filled with remorse father thinks that these anger attacks may be the, a phenomenon that is similar to panic attacks his research found that this kind of anger subsided in the majority of patients treated with antidepressants psychiatry has carefully studied how anxiety and depressed mood are experienced by patients knows father but anger has been relatively neglected i don't think that we have really examined all the variables and all the levels of anger dysregulation that people experience yeah i mean i don't know i'm not a psychologist on any level but i don't know it kind of makes sense to me that a lot of these motherfuckers that are just raging you know and now we see more and more of each other's thoughts with the social media so you see people and we all know these fucking people we're Mm -hmm. all like damn that nigga mad again like can't nobody do nothing right like 
everything you got to go off like you can't just like because normal people whatever you know not 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 they're not normal but people throughout life experience a range of emotions in a day experience a range of emotions yes you do we all see and share a certain thing impulses and whatnot but like we you see sometimes you see people that hold on to something so long and you're like you're holding on to that for some other reason than just like it cannot be that impactful there has to be something you're holding on to stronger than to be you know more is going on in your life than whatever this thing is and this thing you can focus on to distract from the other thing yeah like i saw a person on twitter talking about how they were crying over game of thrones because they invested 10 years of their lives into a product that was ultimately about white of written by white men or some shit like that and i was like that's you need you need something stronger than tweets like you that that sounds like something is going on in your life life right because it's just a tv show even if you hate it even if you don't like it it's just a tv show man you're an adult you shouldn't be crying over this you got real problems real life hopefully real relationships real family those people are make-believe you know you know the, those those fucking angry ass uh gamer gate ass nerds that attach themselves to like star wars and they're like you know constantly making their entire life about like shitting on the last jedi some that y'all ain't mad at the last jedi dog like I, I don't know if nobody gonna tell you but it, it, it's more than that homie mm-hmm. like yo like like it, it's more than luke skywalker would never do that homie that is Come making on. you react that way you know um you know let alone what people might be like in real life like to me mean to people you love or people in your proximity at work and shit and 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 it's all stemming off of this possible you know you could be just misdiagnosed you could or never diagnosed at all you could be dealing with depression right. and not recognizing it because you're like i'm angry i'm not depressed you know um i don't know it's just something to think about it is uh so yeah um good luck to everybody you know hopefully that helps somebody may raise some awareness or something mm-hmm. um maybe you know somebody that's angry all the time and you're like nigga you are depressed and need to talk to somebody i don't know you know Mm-hmm. right like like somebody chat room say mm, they think everybody needs therapy at some point in their life and it should be free agree yeah i mean all Agreed. black people should get free therapy if you're black in america you should get it for free it's, it's, it's just trauma it's just a lot that happens yeah like uh let's see what else uh let's get into some uh some fucking with black people guys what am i fucking with black people music nope nope none of these is about being black nice try karen nice fucking try i'm still being fucked with we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe makes us feel fucked with the sign and we'll sign point scores zero to 100 in intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right see who's fucking with us today guys howard university alum diddy and jay-z launching new black owned apps showing love to black friendly businesses in any given city oh wow you corporatist capitalist slime so y'all really gonna encourage 
black people to go be unwilling victims of black capitalists that's gonna gouge the prices on them for being black i'm on your shit sean Corey carter you ain't slick with that bullshit this is exactly what's the problem with you okay you gonna gentrify the apps now you gonna gentrify people's phones i hate you i like this because sometimes you know you be like i, I want to be you know go where the black people are mm-hmm mm-hmm that's because he got you food karen well then i'm a sucker uh there's one thing we all know about sean diddy combs the fact that he when he even he isn't working he's working um his new endeavor is nothing short of motivational however uh gq magazine interviewed howard university alumni and his business partner jay-z last year in march to discuss their partnership with a new app that is black owned the show that shows love to black friendly businesses in any given city diddy said this is not about taking away from any other community we'll still go to chinatown we'll still buy gucci he laughed but the application will make it possible for us to have an economic community it's about blacks gaining economic power he and jay-z have been talking about this he said about moving the race forward actively by means of making a lot of money and putting it back into the community (laughs) interesting but uh i heard jay-z was a coon and uh was encouraging people to uh to be to use capitalism to destroy the community so huh i guess it's off brand anyway karen zero to 100 zero i give it a zero as well i was not fucked with it all so mm-hmm. um let's see what else we got um a man was sentenced to 10 years for attempting to hire a hitman to kill a black neighbor oh a white south carolina man who pleaded guilty to trying to hire a hitman from the Ku Klux Klan to kill a black neighbor has been sentenced to 10 years of federal prison Mm, apparently it went wrong i guess so must have not seen black Klansmen. u.s district judge uh bruce howe hendricks uh sentenced 26 year old brandon lacroix on thursday the state reporter hendricks ruled that lacroix's offense qualified as a hate crime but noted that the plan to have someone else killed was so serious she would have given him 10 years even if race wasn't a factor 10 years the maximum sentence for the offense she's she like this is so bad even if it wasn't it was bad before it was racist ah! and then when it got racist then the shit got real real bad 10 years it's one thing to think these thoughts but it's a crime to undertake to do harm to another hendrick said uh that still feels kind of soft that she said it it's one thing to think about killing black people for no reason but it's a whole nother other thing you put it in play i mean who hasn't thought about killing a nigga i mean come on but you took it to the next level by actually picking up that phone you didn't have to <laughs> hendrix could have kept them thoughts to yourself hendrix ruling came after a spirited argument by lacroix's attorney federal public defender erica soderdahl who said race didn't play a role she said lacroix was trying to get rid of an extremely troublesome neighbor who happened to be african-american but then why do you hire hire the uh the the clan i guess if you want somebody killed all right the neighbor identified only by the initials fj <gasps> feminist jones i hope not uh kept coming on the lacroix's property trying to start fights freddie jackson oh my god that's what happened to him and asking for food ah! he kept coming on the lacroix property starting fights and asking for food and to use the phone lacroix had repeatedly tried to get local police to help the na- to keep the neighbor from trespassing but to no avail she said but fj kept coming back so that all said it's not about an overriding feeling toward a race it's about one individual 
i didn't want to kill niggers i wanted to kill that nigger okay i'm innocent that one it's not a hate crime so much in that i hate black people it's a hate crime in that i hate that black motherfucker right there your honor you gotta let me go (laughs) finally in desperation that the police wouldn't act lacroix went onto the internet and found a western south carolina area code for a local kkk chapter (laughs) this is almost worse than being racist i'm sorry even if he not racist this is worse he like i'm not racist but who else is gonna kill a nigga besides the clan duh all it had a few options the police wouldn't do it i kept calling i thought they specialized in this they could they kept passing they know how hard i look at the internet every day how hard is it to get a nigga killed by the cops i mean jesus christ i, I see a case every day you think yeah you think it wasn't happening two three hours apart i mean you just what the what is happening here I gotta get out. I'm, I'm gonna call the clan. Uh, I fuck, gotta, fuck, fuck, fuck it. I do it myself. 1 800 the clan. Yes, I need some help. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon called KKK because who else is he going to call? Said his lawyer. It has nothing to do with the color of his skin. Yo. Yo. Why would I ever want to be a defense lawyer? See, this is the thing y'all Negroes, y'all wokes don't talk about. Y'all always like to talk about the innocent black people getting jammed by the system, and I agree on those. But what about when the defense got to defend the Klan, man? And he up there telling me, well, who else is he gonna call? I mean, the KKK, the only people he know that kill niggers. And I, and they really ah! tried, they really tried that out as a defense, and I'm supposed to be like, yeah, I don't want Kamala to, uh, lock him up. Lock his ass. Lock up. him up. Lock him up. Uh, she also told the judge that LaCroix had been bullied and beaten by his father from the time. Oh, 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 here we go. What did that got to do with you calling the clan, sir? So, listen, he got whoopings. So, I mean, sometimes you gotta call the clan on <laughs> Like, what? Everybody got whoopings, sir. This is South. All right down here that got whooping. We not all calling the clan to kill a nigga. That'd be the best twist of the story is he was black too duh i mean we know he's white but that would be the best twist if it was like i listen i'm black myself i don't hate black people i hate tyrone okay he come on my house he eating all my chicken he's using my goddamn phone he's staring at my wife's booty i didn't know nobody else that would do the job better than a clan he's staring at my wife's booty okay i don't know the call to the alt-right i don't do that internet shit i just called 1-800-THE-CLAN and asked him to kill a nigga like somebody said he looked through the yellow pages yeah how did he get caught how did he find a number <laughs> good grief like what the fuck happened that you that somehow you got caught with that shit that's that's ridiculous oh my god i wonder what that phone call was like you know but my mouth to god's ears i really hate those nigger rats and anyone else really that doesn't have pure white aryan blood running through their veins i'm happy to be talking to a true white american god bless white america <laughs> with the right white man we can do anything oh my god that's not that weird jesus christ your honor the fact that you reached out to the kkk this is not a low functioning individual said Watkins, the assistant u.s attorney is telling that to get a black person living that he turned to the kkk right i just don't see why it's racist he called the kkk you can't what his lawyer was really like is this kkk or us right his lawyer was really like your honor don't get caught up on that bullshit about the kkk okay that don't make him a racist because he wants a black person killed by the kkk 
he doesn't call a biker gang what he had in mind for his neighbor was very specific he targeted him because of his race he also can be heard using racist language making references to historically violent kkk symbols in the secret audio recordings that law enforcement officials made he said Lacroix also suggested to the undercover agent posing as the kkk hitman that he could use a flaming cross i was set up your honor which wasn't always they symbol what kind of marion berry ass shit was this <laughs> I, a bitch set me up a bitch set me up jesus christ <laughs> this motherfucker Lacroix pleaded guilty last fall to being part of a murder plot for hire he was dressed in an oversized orange jumpsuit in court uh his lawyer said Lacroix was too nervous to speak but he wanted to judge everyone well you weren't too nervous when he was on that fucking phone mm-hmm. you racist he wanted everyone to know you regretted his actions and apologized for him word mm-hmm mm-hmm wow that's crazy and uh shout out to that judge a woman named bruce never seen that before um zero to a hundred can zero yeah i give it uh you know but give it a hundred give it a hundred i'm fucked with this nigga called the clan and was like i'm still not racist this just goes back to my motherfucking point what does a white person have to do to be racist nothing nothing that, is racist nowadays that motherfucker called the clan to kill a black person called them racial slurs on the phone and asked they use racist symbolism in killing the black man and still was like i'm not racist your honor okay we all I'm have not ba- racist racist we all have bad days you know we're none of us are our worst day get out of here all right last one virginia emt that's an emergency medical technician mm-hmm. made who made racist remarks on a white supremacist podcast loses his job good yeah that guy's come come to your house after you had a heart attack uh you just never know i will start investigating anybody be like if they died and, and for real and go in and be like hey you know did these people die on your watch did you follow proper procedure patrick mcnab is his name he's been let go by jeb stewart rescue squad months after racist comments surfaced on a podcast and would you compare black patients to gorillas and claim to take immense satisfaction as he terrorized an african-american boy with a needle mm, that's why i say I, I i would go back through his files so glad they got him obviously but i have to ask what made him think to do this let me go on a racist podcast and talk about my job and admit that i'm literally terrorizing the community of black people when when i'm called but what how did you expect that to go and no podcast and nobody to recognize you because you probably went into details about it and people somebody was like hey i know who that is you put that out to the world dog. To the world dog holy shit to the world craig yeah uh ren williams attorney for patrick county virginia rescue squad sent a statement from the board saying during executive sessions the pros and cons of mr McNabb's continued relationship with the squad were discussed a legal opinion from outside legal counsel was shared among the board members and the board members shared their personal thoughts the board did not state exactly why it fired mcnab but it did so after discussions in an executive session on sunday the squad placed mcnab on unpaid leave in december two days after news reports of his comments surfaced unpaid leave huh mcnab said he has his first amendment rights to say things he has said and that it was all said while he was pretending to be a fictional character he created named dr narcan Mm -mm. 
he has not responded to cnn for a request for comment last month he was cleared of wrongdoing by virginia department of health and investigations focused solely on whether any alleged violations of virginia's ems regulations have occurred those regulations stipulate that ems personnel may not discriminate based on race gender da. after two-month investigation in which fellow employees were interviewed and the patient care was in, and patient care was investigated the department the health department said it determined there was there's no substantial evidence to support any violation of the regulations ask that to the black people they terrorized though so it looks like they did well you know what i don't know if they did or not they're they're claiming they investigated patient care but what does that mean did you talk to the patients or do you just say like none of these niggas died right you know the department began investigating mcnab last year after receiving anonymous complaints about him using racist and anti-semitic rhetoric on social media the complaints expressed concerns he could be harming or mistreating patients of color so yeah uh he was also on his twitter and whatever telling telling people telling on himself McNabb, 35, who's a part-time EMT, has commented frequently on white supremacist podcast called The Daily Showa. Uh, Showa? I don't know. McNabb has been a frequent co-host of the podcast whose title mocks the Holocaust. The comments with McNabb later claimed on Twitter would be a work of fiction, ignited a debate on whether he could render adequate care to vulnerable minority and Jewish patients. Let me tell you something. I don't want to have to debate it. That's why they got rid of They was like, no, we don't want these problems why would it need to be debated that's the fucking problem right there well i welcome you to a rigorous debate good sir and when you show up if i cut my arm and this guy shows up and he's like well sir uh before i administer first aid i'd just like to let you know i hate niggers just kidding it's a joke just a character i play dr nikon uh anyway uh let me go ahead and see your arm no i think you're gonna kill me well sir it's my first amendment right and i'd love to debate it with you right now if you got time uh while you're bleeding out fuck that no you just don't get to do this job cool so many people in dangerous positions and harboring horrible judgment by telling this shit in public and horrible uh and horrible like feelings by believing these things agreed wow the fact that they investigated him for a year or whatever before firing him is crazy seem like it would be immediate like oh you said that on social media you're gone i i might be wrong but i got a feeling they thought it was gonna go away the shit didn't go away they was like you got to go he kept doing the podcast and shit right 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 if if he would have just shut the fuck up he could have kept his job but he kept on they was like no 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 you got to go yeah this account got suspended on twitter so good job jack you finally get one got one uh he did not comment directly to cnn but beyond indicating in a tweet that he was undergoing a character assassination attempt you you played a character that was racist and you have a job that serves the public quote unquote and that's if you believe you served the character in one podcast from october 4 2016 first reported by the huffington post McNabb tells an emergency call uh, tells of an emergency call to what he characterizes a black apartment complex that met is called ebola alley using the dr nikon persona he refers to a black woman as a shade to rombi the name of the famous gorilla those though mcnab has maintained his words were all part of a fictional story after describing a diabetic er patient and the doctor who collects toenails he told his podcast co-host in 2016 both those stories are real later in the same podcast in a dr narcan story uh that mcnab doesn't label as fact the fiction he speaks on an unruly young african-american male child who needed to have blood drawn so guess who volunteered to take his blood dr nikon enjoyed great immense satisfaction as he terrorized his this youngster with a needle and stabbed him thusly in the arm with a large gauge nine 
I guess, I don't know, four catheter. In an interview conducted by the Virginia Department of Health, investigator McNabb was asked if he had done anything intentionally or unintentionally that can be construed as discriminating in patient care. He responded, absolutely not. I've been extremely vocal about how this would not ever be something that would happen. Yeah, get him the fuck out of here. He should go to jail. Correct. That should be illegal what he did. That's crazy. A hundred for me. This one, yes, a hundred yeah gotta give it a hundred all right uh let's get into um let's get into some guest to race guys do a little something fun okay um nigga say you playing a racist character now that it's time for some guest to race that's right it's guest to race time now that it's time for some guest to race that's right it's guest to race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one play uh game going across all the podcast land where people listen to uh or or me read articles and then they guess the race of the people involved and today is no exception and of course karen plays along and she and the rest of you guys are racist and the chat room plays as well uh let's see parents go to uh wait did we do this parents go to court to kick their son out of the um the house yeah we did this mm-hmm. i'm sorry this is, so i was trying to get through some of these old ones and uh yeah i remember this story uh all right how about this one the case against the ex-warden nate kane the ex-wife and alleged ripoff of what is this over yes prison to move forward wait we covered this as well but we were just talking about the corruption of it not the uh all right let's try another one um how about i'm gonna scroll all the way down and get this one uh ooh, walworth county officials use a drone to catch a fleeing suspect walworth county officials utilize a drone with thermal imaging technology to track down a fleeing suspect in lake geneva uh according to the lake geneva police department shortly after 1 a.m officers were called the sugar shack club uh, county highway h for a large fight that broke out sugar shack yeah it's a large fight at the sugar shack Sounds like shit wasn't sweet. Mm-mm. Oh, that's not like a banging barbecue joint. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, uh, they during the altercation, officials say 26-year-old Tyler Bohot of St. Joseph, Missouri, fled the scene, the scene in a pickup truck. Officers gave pursuit but he got away a short time later he was located in the town of lynn where deputies from the county sheriff's office gave pursuit once again a city of lake a city of lake geneva officer was able to successfully deploy stop sticks um on the road um those those things they put out with the with the, the, yeah, the spikes or whatever yeah so then bohat fled the vehicle officers tracked him uh fleeing eastbound by footprints in the snow and sent tracking by walworth county sheriff's officer k9 uh the k9 officers um authorities then deployed a drone with heat signature technology and within minutes they located him damn they're not playing with these drones dog Mm-mm. uh he was found unconscious in a wooded area how was he unconscious what happened uh he's taking he must the, ran into something running like you know you yeah, find probably black yeah he was taken into custody without incident treated at a hospital and booked in jail 
uh he was uh, he was charged for operating a motor vehicle while intoxicated um so all right karen guess the race of tyler bohat white karen's going with white let's check the chat room see what you guys believe black he was too fast to catch on feet ha white uh-huh. technology can't detect black people so white uh <laughs> ah! <laughs> it's good joe white says trey all right looks like most of the guesses are uh-huh. that's all the guesses uh-huh. we're gonna get white white the correct answer is white <laughs> couple of you did miss it though thought we would have got a black for for the fact he got away at night but okay uh he was white you got it right here he got a long face he does have a wide a long face buddy (laughs) (laughs) oh man let's see what else happens um happened in here um uh a four-year-old was rescued from an alleged um was alleged texas drug house where he told the police that rats and roaches were his friends what yeah so when you know life ain't going too good when you gotta have rats and roaches as your friends like damn I know that baby was bit the hell up. I know. <gasps> oh, no. A four-year-old Texas boy is now in protective custody after being rescued from a reputed drug house uh, where he was allegedly forced to live inside of a closet with his only visitors, the rats and cockroaches that infested the dilapidated home. Yeah. That's, uh, that's unfortunate, homie. Now that's your friend. The boy's court-appointed attorney tells people he told the authorities who found him that the pests were his friends. It reminds me of the 85 South song. I remember I seen the ropes filled in that candle. He was burning, looking at me like, nigga, help me, help me, help me. Spray some rain on a roach in the hood. It don't do them no good. They just be like, nigga, now I'm wet. Don't spray that shit on me. Cause I'm going to the bathroom. Some hoes under the toilet. We gon' have a roach party. And I had some crumbs that you dropped earlier from the kitchen that went under the refrigerator. My baby mama said that she was mad at me. Took them crumbs over there, then crawled and got some cereal. Had them bitches at the crib, and now we eating honeycomb. Hey. You didn't know roaches was part of the economy. Yeah. Cause everything you drop the roaches, they gon' eat it up, my G. Yes, they is. 
Roaches keep your house clean. Yeah, they keep your house clean. Roaches keep your house clean. They be like you drop some but Hey, my nigga, I got it. They be like you drop some but Hey, my nigga, I got it. They be like you drop some but Hey, my nigga, I got it. They be like you drop some Hey, my nigga, I got it. Roach over here. Roach in your hair. Roach in your back. Roach in your snare. Roach on your plate. Roach in your skates. Roach everywhere. Oh, we got roach. Everybody has roach. Like that's what that kid was going through every day. Come on. Uh he said that was his friends. Um yeah, so then the court the boys court appointed attorney tells people the boy told authorities who found him to pass with his friends, considering the circumstances he is doing good, says Rachel Lee Hudson. Um I couldn't imagine them having to shake him down and shoot him with a fucking water hose. Yeah. He's has they're trying to ensure he has a normal life as possible. Authorities allege the Houston house where they found the boy was used to manufacture and meth distribute methamphetamine officers raided the home finding the locked closet door and the child inside uh lil hudson oh, tells it was locked in there yeah tells people it is not known how long the boy was in the closet she alleged that he was sometimes left for hours at a time his 32 year old mother april burrier was not in the house at the time of the raid of course not she was arrested when she returned home and was charged with endangering a child it was unclear wednesday if she had entered a plea to the charge or had an attorney uh who will comment on her behalf she's being held for on the amount of bail uh the authorities say the home's alleged owner daniel clark morris the third remains at large and they're asking the public's help in finding him police alleged the drug paraphernalia and sex toys were found right outside the closet the boy also alleged alleged to authorities he was forced to sit on top of a tall refrigerator as punishment for sneaking out of that closet he said he was afraid he would fall asleep and plummet to the floor the boy's father is allegedly trying to regain custody of the child uh but attempts to reach father were unsuccessful uh karen guess the race of uh his mama and dude on the house oh everybody's white karen's going everybody's white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe uh white says marlene and she said meth that's white thanks lord could be hispanic but i'm gonna go fix her up or white sequel to Quan mills first book this was called this whole got rats in her career too black Aww. i think that is a sequel like this whole got roaches and, <laughs> roaches and rats they call cassidy her white white joe's apartment now cracked in white poor white baby hot damn mess happy crystal meth miss white chalky white methy white martha the correct answer is white everyone got it right <laughs> They be like you drop some, but hey, my nigga, I got it. That's a jam, man. Them boys talented. Um, yeah, that's the mom right there, Lee. Uh, whatever her name was, April. Yeah, and that poor baby was locked in the closet, probably fucking outside the door. Yeah, sex toys right. outside the door with a kid in the closet, and then that's the homeowner they're looking for. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. mm. I don't know if they're gonna be able to to see him. Mm, mm, I don't know. He's looking in all the directions. Yeah, you don't want to cross him if you know what I mean. He's got a. Anyway, uh, let's get to. Uh, That's why I can't catch him. You see him coming <laughs> from any direction. In all the directions. <laughs> 
all right let's go to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round of guess the race so far karen is two for two but let's see if she can finish on a strong note and go three for three the very rare karen three for three i'm gonna try all right we'll see if you can do it chocolate and blood all over a off-duty new york city cop goes on a rampage in the connecticut godiva shop A video of an incident at a Godiva shop in Stanford Town Center in Stanford, Connecticut shows a woman who identified herself as a New York City police officer threatening violence against employees. It's a lot of pressure to have that chocolate. Come on, that chocolate good too though. Mm-hmm. According to Stanford That's why it's five dollars a bar. According to the Stanford advocate Amanda Villa Fane a 30 year old probationary officer became enraged after she her mother and her companion were forced to open the door to the shop according to employees the door was closed because they were preparing to close the store in the video villa fane takes off her jacket as though she was going to start fighting someone due to the perceived disrespect to her mother as tensions escalate villa fane can be heard saying i will knock you the fuck out to one of the employees when the officer and her companion christopher salvatore of staten island noticed ralph Jimenez, the brother of one of the employees was filming salvatore punched him uh, according to the stanford police sergeant robert showinsky officers found chocolate and blood all over the floor oh uh <laughs> when they arrived on the scene villa fane was reportedly taken to the ground and handcuffed due to her rage at her arresting officers she was charged with resisting arrest threatening criminal trespass criminal mischief and disorderly conduct salvatore received similar charges Mm, Um, well i know she'd have she'd have whooped the oompa loompa's ass and she'd have lost the uh (laughs) uh if he did they'd have put her out at the chocolate factory what do you do when they shit on your mom um (laughs) (laughs) and it came at that dance and she'd have gave everybody the business good grief yeah that's 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 a that's some high pressure sales right there come on uh let me see if i can find her um picture because uh the thing i was looking at wasn't showing her picture um like they took the video down mm. um but i think i okay i got it all right karen guess the race of this woman white okay karen's going with white let's check the chat room see what y'all believe um connecticut godiva chocolate shop police officer equals staten island new york white i will take back godiva with chocolate and blood caucasus targaryen (laughs) the white dragon what is wrong with (laughs) y'all oh man i don't know why that just made me laugh so hard man oh my god uh this white 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 uh white everybody's going with white on this one um man let me oh this is so tough guys you know what i'm gonna go with white karen you got it (laughs) 
now the reason i'm going with white because to me she looks like she could be like latinx or latina or something but staten island new york city she 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 could be an italian woman with a tan Mm. i'm just not sure you know what i mean and when i'm not sure hey why not give it to karen she can finally go three for three come on but you know she kind of got y'all see it she looked like she could be i think she might be like lieutenant latina or something but then in this picture like that i don't that's a picture she took with bruce willis so i don't know if uh i don't know what's going on with that one you know he probably thought she was michelle rodriguez he probably racist um all right so i'll just give it to you karen okay close enough uh all right let's go to sword ratchetness (laughs) and get out of here ah take it (laughs) take it and run you need a win i do yeah someone said a puerto rican like j-lo you know um yeah i don't know man um plus i don't know the rules up there mm-hmm. like puerto rican and latina they can say nigga according to black people up in new york so uh you know the game is all the game is all fucked up up there i don't i don't know the rules i don't know the rules <laughs> down here no y'all but. setting them up to get fucked up in charlotte i don't know that much but <laughs> but, but up there do you think mount holly north carolina a 9-1 call was released just moments before a man with a sword was killed in the officer involved shooting of, of, officials say the man started a fire and jumped from the window of a home in mount holly neighborhood saturday morning uh, a woman called to say her son who may have been on drugs locked himself in a room was pacing around during a confrontation with the caller's husband she says her son threatened to shoot her husband the caller told 9 operator she was unsure if there are any guns in the room but believed there may have been knives in another room upstairs officials responded to the scene when they say the man identified to as 42 year old larry hoover larry hoover oh shit rick ross reported uh reportedly started a fight in a second story bedroom first responders who came to the scene said hoover then jumped out of a window with a sword and ran away from the house after jumping out the window first responders say hoover ran to another part of the neighborhood where according to the sbi 33 year old officer lee ferris fired his weapon no details have been released about the moments that led to the shooting hoover died at the scene uh neighbor john oaks said that he was listening to police scanners after he smelled smoke in the neighborhood to find out what was going on or somebody say that somebody had jumped out of a window with swords or something uh 11 year old gabby river who lives in the neighborhood said her mom saw well she saw the smoke she told gabby not to go outside gabby said she was thinking about a girl who stays five who says she says five or six years old who she knows lives at the house because they ride the same bus to school that was a girl that goes to my school said gabby it's a tragic thing that happened said bradley crisp oak said he often listened to police scanner traffic but was surprised by what he heard today never heard anything like it so it sort of shocked me when i heard what was going on no further injuries were reported at the scene wow well that's uh pretty wild man drugs and swords not a good combination out here guys no, it's not watch yourselves all right we'll be back tomorrow ready to do our recap of game of thrones looking forward to it yes uh thank you to everybody listening and supports us and until next time uh oh and our story geeks podcast interview is up 
and i will be putting it on the on the premium feed tonight mm-hmm. i'm gonna just try to remind myself to do it tonight um and i should also be putting out a it's not a spoiler review but it's the review that i did with chris lamberth and jl covan for the intruder i'm gonna put it on our premium feed so okay. you guys can hear that 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 review as well so premium people it's all coming up roses for you baby mm-hmm. okay you paid in on this yes. and now you're reaping the benefits yes then later on john wick and then john wick later this week all right y'all until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.